0: Rabbil My brothers and sisters, you know something that occurred to me just now. Uh, one of my very good friends sent me a clip on usury, uh, which is char- charging interest rates on money lent. And uh, with specific ref- with specific reference to compound interest rates, which is how banks lend money, uh, and very interesting. And I- I'm reminded. Somebody asked Albert Einstein. He said, "Do you believe in God?" He said, "No, but I believe in compound interest uh, because of the kind of power that uh, compound interest gives to the lender, which literally enslaves the buyer, uh, the 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 borrower." Now. Um, Having said that, I was I was thinking about this, that if you look at the mission of Isa, Salaam, Isa Salam was probably the only Nabi who did not actually preach La ilaha illallah. Right? And that's not because he didn't believe in it, he he believed in it, he worshipped only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but because that was not the issue of his people. His people were not idolaters. He was the, the he was the the, uh, the Nabi, the prophet of the Jews and the Jews uh, were not uh, committing shirk in shirk fi Urohiyat. They were not committing shirk in the worship of Allah. Uh, they did to this day. They, they don't have uh, you know they, they don't uh, have they don't make partners with uh, with Allah subhanahu wa taala with God. They worship only one. Uh, so they are unitarian in that sense. Um, so there was no need for this. What he was preaching against was one of the major things he was preaching against was bank interest. Which the the which the Jews were doing, they were money lenders, and so they landed, they lent money uh, on compound interest, and this is what Isaleh uh, Salam was uh, preaching against, and th- that's what got him the enmity of the people, where they uh, eventually they tried to to kill to kill him to uh, murder him, crucify him. The point being that, therefore, what was the uh, importance of this message? The importance of the message was in, in two ways. One is, theologically, uh, this is something that we sometimes lose track of. Uh, Islam has always been a complete way of life, the deen. So, Islam is not restricted to uh, worship and Islam is not restricted to, you know, doing something uh, only in terms of uh, the worship of Allah. But worship included and includes obedience to Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala in all aspects of life so if a person worships allah but the person refuses to obey allah uh, in for example uh, business or in, uh, in in marrying somebody or in uh, the food that he or she eats uh, or in any other way or in inheritance for example you know wh- how you treat uh, the heirs who inherit your property what you do with that property how you how you deal with them and so on uh, then this person is also committing shirk this person is committing shirk in the uh, umur of Allah In the orders of Allah So shirk is not only bowing to idols or graves or something it, That that of course is shirk No doubt about that It's uh, open and, and major shirk But bringing in your law uh, And superseding the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is also shirk And it is shirk of the magnitude where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a, uh, a Nabi, a Rasul of the eminence and greatness of Isa salam, uh, in order to deal with that. Because this social evil of money lending is uh, so incredibly powerful that it destroys societies. Uh, today, like this clip which this friend of mine sent, um, today we don't have slavery. Generally speaking, I mean, there is slavery of all kinds, uh, but we don't have slavery in the traditional sense of the slave working in a plantation with a overseer with a whip. Uh, the slave has, uh, you know, fetters on the ankles uh, and and a, and a collar on the neck. Uh, you don't have that kind of slavery, but we have. Of course, there is also uh, there is there is a, uh, human trafficking slavery and so on, but. Generally speaking, the vast slavery today is debt slavery. Uh, take in this country, for example, student loans. A student loan will effectively make the uh, student a slave of the debt uh, for at least 20 years. Right? So 20 years, 30 years in their career, they are in debt. Um, similarly, any other kind of loan, like the house mortgages for houses, and, uh, you, you name it. Credit card debt, for example. Uh, this is something which is uh, so incredible and it's they have made borrowing money very easy as long as you have a um, you have a, a, a reasonable credit record and that credit record also is uh, doesn't have to be for years and years a couple of months uh, they, you you start getting i mean you start getting offers for credit cards and offers for loans uh, in the mail Right, all kinds of things, and then of course people fall for that. They get the credit cards and they borrow and and so on, and uh, the rest is history. So this is uh, something which is very important for us to uh, understand and appreciate, and uh, for us to guard ourselves against. And remember that whatever Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala decreed, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala decreed it for our benefit, right? Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free from all need Allah does not need us, Allah does not need anything you know, There is nothing that can harm Allah or benefit Allah So all the laws that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent down uh, Are for our benefit they are, they are to help us to live lives which, with the dignity, with uh, with grace And, and uh, live our lives in a way which uh, uh, is beneficial for us and for everyone else So in Islam, it's not that uh, lending is prohibited in Islam, it's not prohibited, lending is permitted in Islam, but lending on zero interest, meaning venture capital financing, right? Now if you, um, you can just lend the money on on zero interest without interest and just take it back uh, over time, or you can uh, buy shares. Uh, you can you can you can buy with your loan. Uh, it won't be a loan. It will be equity. So you're buying equity in the business of the person. Right. So you, whatever is convenient or whatever you agree upon. So this is the the beauty of uh, of Islam. The, the whole issue is that we need to uh, understand and accept uh, that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala Jalalahu created and sent us this beautiful deen in order to help us uh, if we uh, if we do not uh, you know understand that and we feel that this is a um, this is a burden on us then this is our mistake right islam is not a burden islam is um, islam is something which is uh, which has come for our ease right? allah subhanahu wa taala in the Quran, Allah says, we, "Allah does not want hardship for you; Allah wants ease for you." So, Islam has come to us for ease, and Islam—those who practice Islam—they uh, have these. But uh, but the issue is to uh, to practice, right? Like anything else, the the for example, even though the debt system is there all over the world, you can remain debt free yourself, uh, provided you. Uh, Ensure that your uh, expenses are reasonable and reasonable meaning within your ability to pay for them. Uh, As long as you keep that uh, true within your ability to pay for them, then there is no debt. You you can lead a debt free life even in a society which is debt ridden. But if you fall for the debt trap, then it's a death trap. Uh, You know, sorry to use these. (laughs) <laughs> Silly puns, but anyway. Um the thing that I remind myself and you again and again is save yourself stress, save yourself unnecessary complications and confusion. Satisfy yourself with one particular thing, and that is that one day I will meet Allah. And when I meet Allah, I'm going to be judged by the standard that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala set. I will not be judged by my standard. I will not be judged by anybody else's standard. I will not be judged by um, by by um, or rather, my clever arguments and uh, other people's clever arguments will have no place in that judgment. We will not have the opportunity to to you know to talk our way out of problems. Uh, Allah knows the haqiqat Allah knows the truth, and Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will implement this truth, and uh, therefore. If I believe that I will never die, that I am eternal, that I will not face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If that is my belief, then of course I am not Muslim. Then you you do whatever whatever you want. But if you are Muslim, then the first and foremost thing about Islam is uh, we believe in what is real. And what is real is that death is real, that we will die. And resurrection is real. We will stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It doesn't matter whether we we agree with that, we don't agree with that, we believe, we don't believe, it will happen because that is how it is created. After the winter comes spring, after the spring comes summer, then comes autumn, and then comes winter again. This is the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Similarly, after we live, we die. And then we are resurrected. And then we will be judged according to what we chose to do or chose not to do. And that's why Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to choose what He chose for us and to uh, follow that uh, in our lives because in that there is benefit and khair for us and for all those around us.